it's all going to zero against Bitcoin. It's going up forever, Warren. Good morning, everybody. We're back. It's Thursday, November 2nd, the year 2023. And as you can see, we're not going to really speculate on where the price is going. We're going to cover why we believe the Bitcoin price is going up. There's a new meme on the market in the Bitcoin Twitter sphere of flight to quality. Is it the having? Is it people concerned about inflation? Is it a gamma squeeze? Maybe it's all of the above, but as we all know, as humans like to pinpoint certain things to make us feel better about what is going on in the market, anything. Anyways, one thing is for sure here. The Bitcoin price is getting frothy as we are moving into the early stages of a bull run. I hope you've been stacking. I hope you continue to stack. I hope you're taking your Bitcoin into cold storage because it's going to be a fun, fun ride the next few years. I'd say two years, 18 months after the halving. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great, great 2025. I think 2024 is going to be even better. Just moving up slow grind and just seeing everyone in disbelief as Bitcoin rises from the ashes. Anyways, we got some videos. We got some news. We even got an awesome guest. Absolutely love our guest today. So, of course, guys, welcome to Simply Bitcoin. We are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, memetic warfare. We bring on Bitcoiners from all around the world, from the biggest names to the everyday, can I cuss? Badass Bitcoiners. <laughs> we got them all. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Of course, I'm not alone. I got my boy Rustin. Rustin, good hey. to have you on the live show, bro. You've been killing it on the YouTube timeline in the original Simply Bitcoin content. And uh, good to have you, bro. Last time we were on, we hit all-time high live Let's viewers. Go. So hopefully we can maintain that streak. But how are you doing? What are we covering on the news today, bro? Well, Rustin's covering the news today, so you know it's going to be highly regarded and bullish. But we got a guest here that might help me bring it back down, or he's just going to amplify it. We'll see. But we got a lot of fun coming, a lot of great news. Clown World uh, continues to uh, devolve, but also, that's very bullish for Bitcoin. I don't know, we got some big news from Fidelity. Basically says, you know, Bitcoin's gold, but like 10,000x better. So we're going to talk about that. They have some projections. And we're just going to totally trash Clown World and the, I don't know, man, I, I smell, oh, that, that, that's a, I smell a flight to quality and a, a hint of hyperinflation in the background. So let's get the hell after it today, Abdi. Yes, yes, yes. And as everyone's saying, actually, guys, we, we actually will be touching on some treasuries today. Yes, I know. Flight to quality meme is strong with everyone. Macro, 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 macro. Macro! Uh, and, yeah. and guys, yeah, the spaces, um, I, I have to refocus my energy to handle other stuff on Twitter. So for the time being, there will be no spaces. Tomatoes, hold your tomatoes. I know, I know, I know. We'll get them back as soon, soon. as we can. Soon. Hopefully soon, guys. But uh, in the meantime, you're going to have to hang out with us on YouTube. Anyways, shout out to our guest, the one and only Dom <laughs> Bay. I am super excited about this one. Dom Bay, we hung out at Pacific Bitcoin. 
uh, absolute legend in my eyes, super cool dude, and also has an absolutely great Bitcoin story. And we're we're gonna cover all that. And he's working he's working on an awesome project. So Dom, how are you doing this morning? Good to have you, bro. Hey, I don't know what you guys are talking about. What's Bitcoin? I'm just a paid actor here um, that simply put me. Wait, up don't, to this. Say that. So, don't say no, that. Don't say that. I am. I am. I am hundred percent kidding. Y'all know who's in the house. Um, what's up, dude? I'm so pumped to be on the show. And uh, dude, uh, we brought Dom for the eye candy. Come on, look yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, Chad Dom Bay on the show. Yeah, dude. Um, Nah, man, just good to be on here. There's tons of news swirling right now. There's tons of stuff in the works. Um, you know, I do have an interesting uh, uh, orange pill story, so I can dive into that. And uh, yeah, dude, let's rock this. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do the the orange pill story during the culture. But Dom, before we go in, uh, tell people the project that you're working on. Yeah, so I started a nonprofit called Proof of Workforce. Uh, it's a 501c4 nonprofit, and our mission is very simple. We want to find the Bitcoiner in every worker's like group, union, organization, and then give that worker the tools and resources to bring Bitcoin to their group, uh, their crew, etc. And and we want to get we want to orange pill every worker. We think that Bitcoin is pivotal right now for workers all over the world, especially those who trade their precious time for money. We want them to find Bitcoin, not just in the near term, but in the long term and help them build things out for their their folks. So that is the mission of our nonprofit. We're working like around the clock. We have a lot of groups that are starting to adopt Bitcoin uh, and it's it's going really well. So really blessed to just, you know, have this this mission and incredible people helping out. Love to hear, it, bro. Yeah, as as someone that also came from a blue collar family, it, it, this is always like the thing I try to harp on with my friends and family as well. It's like this is not for you know the the big investors here. This is this is for the everyday person, and this is what I try to get across to everyone that has this conversation with me. I, I think the layman needs Bitcoin more than anyone else if they are going to make it through this great re transition reset. What is the great reset? Anyways, anyways, we'll talk about that during the culture, guys. Let's get into the show. We got a good one for you. The Bitcoin numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase really secure? Stamp Seeds Do-It-Yourself Kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamp seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to hodl your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. All right, guys, you already know we made it easy for you guys. Scan the QR code there. Make sure your seed phrase is not in your sock drawer on a piece of paper. Now is the time to secure your backup to make sure your Bitcoin is safe in cold storage. Anyways, guys, 
here we are over here, of course, on Clark Moody's dashboard. So we're going to cover some numbers. I actually added a new number on here for you guys, considering today's topic, but we'll get to that at the end. Anyways, my favorite number, the block height. We are currently at 814,984 TikToking, next blocking towards the having roughly around April of next year. Let's hope we can get that uh, that meme number. That would be hilarious. Life is memes, so we'll, we'll see what's happening. Anyways, the current Bitcoin price is $34,450 or 440. Oh, it's, it's dumping. $34,440 in fiat cuck bucks. The current Moscow time, aka how much Bitcoin you can buy for a single dollar, aka how much your fiat dollar is worth in Bitcoin is currently at 2,903 sats per dollar. The total percentage of Bitcoin that will ever be issued finally hit 93%, guys. That means only 7% of all Bitcoins that will ever be created, 7% of the 21 million will get unleashed until 2140. Wow. People, people are sleeping. Anyways, that's a totally other conversation. The current market cap, in fiat terms, is $673.2 billion. The realized monetary inflation taking fiat currencies to school is at 1.74%. The Bitcoin versus gold market cap is currently at 5.09%, only 5% of the gold market cap. And if you remember, that's $10 trillion, guys. So uh, there's still so much room. Anyways, the total lightning capacity, total public lightning capacity is currently at 5,292.5 BTC. The hash rate the last 90 days is 414.2 exahashes. The pending fees is 1.79 BTC, at least to the mempool. And the last number I added, guys, at least for the, the context of today, 25,016 blocks till the having roughly going to be around April 21st, 2024, or maybe the meme number. Maybe, maybe the blocks will come in a little quicker than, than we believe. Anyways, on today's topic, before you guys keep telling us that we're clickbaiting you, yes, we know what we're doing over here on YouTube. This is a feature, not a bug. It is to get people on the show clicking and falling down the rabbit hole. Wait, hold on. Uh, what am I? What am I afraid of, Nate? What, tell me what am I? What am I afraid of in the chat? Anyways, we are seeing a new meme come out, and it is flight to quality. Now, I know a lot of us are thinking currently we, we like to read into things and it, and it really does feel, at least from a Bitcoiner's perspective, that Bitcoin is the quality. Rustin will bring you up to speed in regards to bonds. And actually, on that note, I will be having a conversation with CJ, uh, CJK. I, I forget your last name. I don't want to butcher you right now, but we'll have a TTO on Tuesday and we're going to be talking all about bonds for you guys and what's going on in the market. So we'll keep this conversation going for you guys. But we are seeing that the Bitcoin signal is spreading. We've been talking about that all year. The public consciousness in regards to what Bitcoin is, is starting to raise. And you know me, I have a simple meme. The Bitcoin price is a real-time metric of people's understanding of Bitcoin. And hey, we're at 34K. What is causing the Bitcoin price to go up? I would say, you know, it's simple supply and demand. People are starting to understand why they need to hold Bitcoin. And on that note, Stephen Lubka continues to double down on the meme flight to quality. And of course, the Bitcoin skeptics out there, they're like, it's not a flight to quality. It's a gamma squeeze. It's, uh, you know, the having. It's inflation concerns. Well, we'll cover all of that at the end of this bit. But first and foremost, we got this guy, Mohammed Al Rain, a former CEO of PIMCO saying what we know to be the truth out there and saying it on corporate press. And I know we believe that independent content creators are the new media, but for some reason, 
your parents, your friends, they still believe the guy on the TV. So the signal is spreading. And I even have a Bloomberg article here, guys. They are connecting the having with a bull run. So the signal is going out there. Now, what exactly is causing the Bitcoin price to go? People need to find a safe haven asset to store their value. Anyways, let's watch these couple of clips and we will connect the dots for you. You know, there's been two big puzzles and they speak to how unsettling the volatility in the U.S. Treasury has been. One is you haven't had it been the safe haven. We haven't seen the flight to quality and the flight to safety that you would expect given what's happening in the world. The second thing that's that's equally counterintuitive is you have people talking about bitcoins, about equity being the safe asset because they've lost confidence in government bonds being the safe assets because of the nature of this interest rate. So yes, it should be the safe haven. It should have already benefited, but the reality is that the 10-year yield today is a good 17 basis points higher than it was before this latest conflict erupted. You know, there's been... Well, just love to hear it. Just love to hear that we are continuously showing the world that Bitcoin is the safe haven asset, truly the only risk-off asset in the world. And let's not forget that, what was this, uh, two weeks ago, Larry Fink said the very same thing. Now, this was in regards to the the fake, you know, ETF uh, premature announcement. But I think the signal is spreading, or maybe we're memeing this into reality. Maybe in real time, the the Larry Finks of the world and the asset manager of the world are memeing what we've been saying for forever. That Bitcoin is the quality. Bitcoin is the safe haven asset. And if you are holding melting ice cubes, whether that be fiat currencies, whether that be treasuries, you need to have some Bitcoin. So let's just refresh ourselves here and then remember what Larry Fink said about Bitcoin being the flight to quality. This rally is way beyond the rumor. I think the, the rally today is about a flight to quality with all the, you know, all the issues around the Israeli war now, um, global terrorism, and I think there's more people running into a fight, the quality, whether that is treasuries, gold, crypto, depending on how you think about it. And I believe crypto will play that type of role as a flight to quality. This rally is. Remember, though, guys, uh, Larry can't actually say Bitcoin for whatever reason, for whatever legal reasons. So anytime he says crypto, he is talking about Bitcoin. And look, for the average person out there, the flight to quality is treasuries. It is gold. Uh, us Bitcoiners believe otherwise. We think Bitcoin is the safest asset to be holding. It's the truly risk-off asset. Yes, for the beginning of Bitcoin, it's still very young. It still kind of moves with global liquidity. It still kind of has some kind of parallels to uh, S&P 500. But there will be a great deep decoupling moment soon. And I think we're starting to see the beginning of this. And whether this is this bull run or rather this next cycle, we are seeing that more and more people are waking up to what we believe as Bitcoiners. And again, just doubling down and and bringing the receipts, guys. Look, this dropped on Bloomberg this morning. And, you know, say what you look, I'm the first one to uh, talk shit on corporate press. But uh, people still read Bloomberg. Bloomberg is still the financial website of all of the general market of asset 
either investors or managers. And look what they're saying here, guys. Look at this headline. What is Bitcoin having and does it push up the cryptocurrencies price? And I'm not going to read this article, but it does a fairly decent job at explaining the having and the fact that usually, at least historically, 18 months after the having, while the supply of Bitcoin starts to shock and people start to realize, oh my God, there's less Bitcoin being made now. I probably need to get some and some simple supply and demand economics go into play. The price starts to rise. So the signal is spreading. But most Bitcoiners right now on Twitter are saying that none of this has anything to do with the price movement. It's not about BlackRock ETF. It's not about people going flight to say or flight to quality. What actually happened was a gamma squeeze. And look, I am no bond trader. I don't do futures. So, uh, you know, I'm reading and learning about this in real time with you guys. But we do have a historical precedent of this. Remember what happened with GameStop. And this article here, this is on NASDAQ. Well, it's really from The Motley Fool, but it's kind of explaining to all us laymen what a gamma squeeze is. So here we go. What is a gamma squeeze? An investing a squeeze typically refers to times when rapid price movements in a company's stock or a commodity's price force investors to make changes in their investment positions that they otherwise wouldn't. Those force moves often drive even more price changes and force moves, creating a nasty feedback loop that can last quite a while before it crashes. One of the more common types of squeeze is known as a short squeeze when a rising stock or commodity price forces people who had sold the stock short to buy back those shares, driving stock prices higher related to the short squeeze is something known as a gamma squeeze. And gamma squeezes can take things one step further, forcing additional buying activity due to open option position on the underlying stock. A gamma squeeze is behind the large part of the recent re uh, meteoric rise in the share price of GameStop. I'm sure we're all fairly aware with what happened with GameStop. Anyways, fast forwarding to what we've been seeing on Twitter lately. Shouts out to Alex Thorne. Uh, what's his company? He is at head of firmwide research at Galaxy headquarters, Galaxy Research. And so he was covering this. So the Bitcoin gamma squeeze from last week could happen again. If Bitcoin USD moves higher to 35 to 35.75K to 36K, options dealers will need to buy $20 million in spot Bitcoin for every 1% upside move, which could cause explosiveness if we begin to move up towards those levels. When dealers are short gamma and price moves up, or when they are long gamma and price moves down, they need to buy spot to stay delta neutral. Last week's ex expiries will dampen potential explosiveness, but it's still in play compared to today's gamma profile to last week's. And uh, thanks to Amber Data IL for helping us calculate this. So what's all this mean for us guys? It just means there's more demand for spot Bitcoin, whether that is the BlackRock ETF, whether that that's them preparing for their their ETF announcements, whether that's happening this year or next year, early next year, or whether it is flight to quality because there is inflation concerns. There is cracks in the bond market. There is concerns over Jay Powell and raising interest rates. This is the perfect storm for an epic, epic bull run. And so what is the cause to Bitcoin? I'm sure we will never know exactly. All we know for sure, 21 million hard cap, 
and more and more attention going to Bitcoin. There's only so much Bitcoin out there, guys, as we've shown you in the numbers. 93% of all Bitcoin has been mined that will ever be mined. Most of the Bitcoin is in cold storage, which means most people that are still in the market know exactly what they're holding. They understand the value of their Bitcoin. And so it's going to take a lot of money. There's going to take a hot buyout zone. There's going to need a, a pretty penny for you guys to drop your sat. So this is why we always tell you guys, Take your Bitcoin into cold storage. If you are new to the channel and you just happen to find us because you YouTube, why did the Bitcoin price go up? Guys, we are telling you now, this is going to get frothy. This next year or two is going to get crazy. I am under the, the view that the last bull run got cut off short. And I think this next bull run is going to compound and it's going to get even crazier. So if you're here today, you have the asymmetric knowledge and the understanding that, wait a minute, this is going to get crazy. I need to have some Bitcoin just in case it catches on. And then in the news, Rustin's going to go over some of the bond math out there for you guys, show you some of these numbers. So we're going to give you guys a full deck today, a full stack on what's going on in the Bitcoin market. But for you guys out there, all you need to know is buy Bitcoin constantly. Always be buying Bitcoin I don't know what your money is. I don't know what your cash flow is, but every week, every other week, every month, even your excess beer money, it should be going into Bitcoin. You should be taking it off exchange, putting it into cold storage, make sure your seed's backed up on something that is indestructible. And moving forward, you're going to be very happy by being a Bitcoiner. And we're seeing, I think, I think the theme here though, is what we've been covering all year. The public consciousness around Bitcoin and the education levels around Bitcoin are, are increasing a lot. And more and more people are understanding that, oh, my goodness, there is a problem in the fiat world and I need a solution. And we believe the solution is simply Bitcoin. Yes, Wondershare, this is Moonboy math. <laughs> we're, we're, we're setting the stage for the Moonboy math. Anyways, Rustin, what's your thoughts on this? And then we'll go to Dom. Okay, so I'm going to go back. Remember we were talking this morning, uh, me, you, and Nico, and it was like diminishing returns. And I I, I, I typically have thought, but I st I'm taking a contrarian here. All right, so typically in the investment world, because, well, they can you know increase the supply of stocks or gold, money, whatever it may be, um, you can dilute it and there will be diminished returns. But Bitcoin is a finite supply asset. I, I firmly believe, like if we go back to two, 2009, white paper day, which we just had, based on its fundamentals, based on its monetary properties, Bitcoin was designed to win. 100%. Uh, XX, Rustin's got you covered on this on this topic. Oh, this now is, I see it. Well China and Japan are done with U.S. treasuries. We got that coming up. Okay, sorry, uh, Opti, didn't know what you were talking, uh, pointing me to. Um, <laughs> But the the all right, bigger numbers mean bigger numbers with Bitcoin. First off, now what was the excuse about Bitcoin and all these big guys that couldn't get in, right? Because Bitcoin wasn't big enough. Now Bitcoin is big enough, and now you have BlackRock themselves that said two hundred to three hundred billion could flood into Bitcoin with an approval. You have twelve spot ETFs awaiting approval. You have macro calamity in the background. We're talking about that in just a minute. But eventually, bigger numbers force bigger players to put bigger numbers into Bitcoin. Okay, so now the hedge funds got to go in and eventually Bitcoin wins. So therefore, bigger numbers will, fo will force nation states to also FOMO into Bitcoin 
bringing about bigger numbers. So maybe I'm going way off the radar here, but it would just seem like a very fundamental thing that came to me this morning with Bitcoin. Bigger numbers bring forth bigger numbers. I don't think it's going to be the other way around, especially as we move into this, this new paradigm of Bitcoin. And, and we're going to get into this tomorrow about the mainstream adoption, how it is on the radar of everyone right now at this point. We can go back to you know, pretty shortly after Russia, Ukraine, the, the theories of pricing energy and, and gas in Bitcoin, which makes sense because it's directly monetized energy. So we pay for energy with energy. I feel like Tesla foresaw this or Ford or what was his name? Oh, dang it. The guy who built Epcot, Bucky, Buckminster Fuller. Like people have been talking about this forever and it's here. And it's already won. Now it's just for people to to come around and accept it and for the demand to, to meet um, its potential. But that's all I got for right now. Um, I, I'm it. just love it. I, love it. Wait, wait. Uh, we did get caught in 4K before I pass it to Dom. Jacob Money says, why did the Bitcoin price go up? Is this live? The title is clickbait because the price is tanking. Yes. Uh, OK. All right. We got caught. We got caught. All right, Dom, what's your thoughts on all this stuff? First of all, if I'm smirking, I got to say, y'all have the best audience uh, comments. Like, it's really hard <laughs> not to get drawn into. I saw some great ones. XX said uh, during your guys, that during the seed phrase commercial, um, my seed phrase is my sock drawer. I love that. That has to be a t-shirt. <laughs> love the comments. Yeah, there's so much going on right now. It's always hard to pinpoint why the price is going up. Tons of factors. Um, I think brand is a huge thing. Bitcoin is, 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 you know, 15 years we just celebrated for the white paper and 15 years of resiliency and reliability uh, that has gone through an insane gauntlet of challenges. Um, there is one piece of alpha I have for your crew for why the price is going up, but y'all have to keep this here because it's like super inside info. And that is... I got back from El Salvador and they're making these piggy banks uh, where you put a coin and it's Bukele piggy bank. I think this is responsible for the price rise. I think a lot of people are putting their coins in the piggy banks and then they're turning it to Bitcoin. And, you know, BlackRock sees this and they go, we have to tap this. This is insane. So, um, yeah, it's 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 exciting times. Bitcoin is is coming along. Uh, it does feel like we're entering a bull. You never know what will happen. But like you said, Opti, uh, scarcity is forever. And you can only have so much of, of what's available. And that's the key thing to focus on here. And, and I think that's why you see these institutions getting in, because this has been proven that people are willing to hold Bitcoin through the craziest of challenges. Love it. Yes. Uh they are very concerned about you hoarding your your bitcoins under your mattress. So the the Bukele, <laughs> the Bukele piggy bank is, is definitely the reason. All right, guys, before we get into the news and we get into some bond math for you guys, make sure you guys make it to Bitcoin Conference in Nashville. You can use the promo code SIMPLY. It's going to be July 25th to 27th. Next year, 2024, we are taking over Nashville I know it's a long ways away, what, eight months away, but every time the conferences come around, 
you guys do the same thing. You guys give a shit all year. The prices are too expensive. Well, get your pr- your ticket today at the cheapest price it will be before you FOMO into the conference at the very last day. We will see you there. You can even flip your conference ticket. Uh, this is this is how you can get more sats if you do not even want to show up. Anyways, guys, I think it's safe to say we are winning and we are continuing to win. So keep stacking. Keep spreading the signal as more and more people get on the Bitcoin standard. Anyways, let's get to the news. Rustin's got a lot to talk about. The Daily News. I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Foundation Devices. It's self-custody done right. They built a premium grade hardware wallet called Passport right here in the US. It's fully open source and verifiable. It's the most intuitive Bitcoin wallet designed with a UX reminiscent of a simple feature phone. So you will know how to navigate it and use it the moment you pick it up. Get your Bitcoin off exchanges and into your into your own hands in just a few minutes. Experience the peace of mind that comes with taking ownership of your own keys. After a massive sellout during Bitcoin Miami 2023, the passport is back in stock at foundationdevices.com. Bitcoin only, open source verifiable, completely air gap security model, gorgeous design craft, premium grade materials. If you're thinking about getting your Bitcoin off exchanges, this is the one for you. Check out the passport link in the show notes below to learn more. Let's go, guys. You know, we made it easy for you guys to get yourself a beautiful Nokia phone, aka a passport by Foundation Devices. I absolutely love it. They, they're absolutely killing it. And then shout out to Old Man Builds, BTC. I'm telling kids these are the three stooges. Yes, this is why you love us. This is why <laughs> this is why we're household names. All right. Anyways, Rustin, the floor is all yours, bro. What's going on? All right. So here we go. Uh, Dom, uh, just, just for um, welcoming. We usually kind of black out when we go into these segments. So feel free to jump in at any point and stop us. But let's go ahead and get it started right here. Japan is approving... Let's let, let look at that number. 110 billion stimulus package to fl- to fight inflation. I don't know, guys. Should we tell them uh, that that's a bold strategy? Let's see what happens. Just in the pace at which interest payments hit 4.5 percent. Look at this chart. It took two decades click, in the click 70s the chart, and click 80s. Click the chart, Rustin. Click Let's the zoom chart it in. so people can see it. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so two decades between the 70s and 80s, that is madness. And we know what happened there. That's Volcker and the high interest rates and what that led to. Um, Now, it only took three years for um, the current clowns in... the, the clown show down in D.C. to make this happen, again, representing the fact that central planners are completely inept and these people get promoted for failing and making you poor. There's a better way of doing things. Let's go ahead and check this out. So, you know, Japan, not looking good. U.S. Treasury, well, same thing. The department said it would leave. It's going to need to borrow $776 billion just this quarter and $816 billion in the first quarter of 2024. So Janet Yellen out there killing it. Um, hopefully hopefully she hit her bullseye and got her fiat cuck bucks because she's going to need them where she's headed. Now, going contrarian and reminding you guys, CJ is going to be on here soon with Opti. The dude uh, always drops some amazing nuggets. So the higher interest rates go, the higher inflation will go. Now let's see 
Why? The larger the deficit, the faster the currency printer. And this is where we talk about this all the time, the debt spiral. The higher interest rates go, the higher costs for businesses. And then the cost to get capital continues to build on top of that. So the exponentially rising cost to finance government's budget, the increasing cost to structure for business, the increased amount of yield that can be spent into the economy, I don't think we're correctly fighting inflation. And there is a way to more easily opt out of this clown world. And that's why you're all here, because you guys are on the right side of the bell curve. But if you just showed up, hats off to you, and you're going to learn some things and be able to spread the sound money gospel to all your friends and neighbors and sound much, much smarter than we typically do. And another example, guys. So as we look at this, uh, Fiat World, uh, we, we talk about it devolving. And um, I thought I'm not a big fan of Kim.com, total shit corner, but great statement right here. This guy wouldn't be able to get your fast food order right, but he decides if we have like World War III. Again, governments, they're, they're already like grasping at straws, trying to be relevant. Look at Elizabeth Warren and uh, her full-on cuckery. And despite all of this, despite your FinCEN, despite your regulatory coups, despite state bans like China, hey, China, we're, we're, we're going to ban Bitcoin mining. Guess who's top three in the world in mining Bitcoin? China, okay? The Bitcoin bulls are on parade. There's no stopping it, all right? Good luck, Liz. You, you All right, no, well, we talked about this. I'm going to try to cut back on my insults. Um, so I'm going to yes, let Gandalf. Yes, be nice. Be nice. Uh, so I'm going to let Gandalf do it for me. In their efforts to avoid being traced, illegal actors have adopted more sophisticated cryptocurrency technologies, such as self-custodial wallets. I don't know who's got a wallet in the back pocket today. You are a criminal, you savage. But yeah, Elizabeth Warren, total moron, and that's Gandalf's words, not mine. All right, now let's get bullish, didn't we? I think Dom and Wicked uh, were talking about this the past couple of days. This is amazing news. Let's pull that up. All right. Not only is every DCAer now in profit, the ones who started DCAing at one of the worst times in history for cost basis are now up 17.5%. So, you know, all those guys that called you a crazy degenerate or whatever, well, show them you're up 17.5% and you're headed to the moon. They'll come around eventually. Everyone gets Bitcoin at the price they deserve. And, you know, going back to um, Liz. And these people and how they're just showing their cards. You know, Nico just went in on this yesterday. It was beautiful. But uh, I like Ant. What kind of jail time am I looking at tossing these on the table for? Um, go through that thread. It is epic. Um, the, the Bitcoiners are out in full force. Okay. And we already got you, CJ. I want to get on this too. Big news this morning. We had Fidelity. Again, in the news, as Jury and Timmer said that Bitcoin is exponential gold. Basically, there is no second best. All right. For those of you that haven't figured it out, you have a nice rock. You can make a nice necklace with it. You can gold plate your uh, coffee table like Opti will be doing in the future. But take a look at this. Jury and Timmer, right? This is fidelity. This isn't me and Opti being bull tarted. Okay, but he said if history rhymes following 2011, 2013, that could catapult Bitcoin to 700K. But a more modest, you know, outlook mirroring 2017 suggests 200 to 300K, which also falls into Max Kaiser. 220K is still in play. And, you know, Bitcoin, while Elizabeth Warren is, I, 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 I can't even, it just the sound of her voice, her voice just puts me on edge. But Bitcoin 
halfway to its all-time high. Mainstream media not really talking about that. Um, and there hasn't even been an ETF approval. What's going to happen when the normies start <laughs> talking and the 10 to 12 ETFs get approved at the same time? And Larry Fink, all right, at the end of the day, guys, Bitcoin is about winning. And it's about self-preservation. And you're not going to be able to take that from people. You're not going to be able to tell someone not to self-preserve for themselves. That's what Bitcoin is. And just like we want to win and preserve for our future, BlackRock doesn't want to become irrelevant in the future because they know what's happening to the dollar. They told you that Bitcoin is going to overrun international currencies. They've told you what's going to happen. So maybe it's time to just let the ears perk up, listen, stack those sats, and be lazy and let Bitcoin do the rest for you in the future, right? Now you have the ability to save, build, and plan for a future that you can create yourself, and we don't need any of their bullshit regulation stipends or whatever. No, they're, they're becoming more irrelevant by the day. Love it, love it. All right, I, I want to highlight some of XX's comments for the audio listeners uh, that, that aren't watching on YouTube. Uh, he's dropping some great signal in here on the YouTube chat. So XX goes, China and Japan are done with U.S. Treasuries. Pay attention. And then he doubled down with one more comment, and he goes, uh, you are not fully understanding why Bitcoin is about to get an exponential pump, but that's okay. Just hang on tight. It's slow, slow rolling for most people out there. It takes time. Remember, you know, be nice to the normies out there. Remember how hard and how long it took you pause to become a Bitcoiner. The next comment, it is not big enough nor regulated enough, but that has all just changed, setting the stage for BTC to be more than big enough. And the last comment I want to highlight by XX goes, Treasury's market is probably the biggest new development for BTC. That market is bigger than the U.S. stock market and stocks are not safe. Guys, this is the signal that we're seeing around the world. Uh, you know, the U.S., the U.S. dollar treasuries they have been the risk off asset there's still people telling you that it's the safest asset to be holding and we're seeing that all around the world people are dropping treasuries we're, we're seeing what jay powell is doing and you know they're fighting they're they're doing their best to maintain control but i even saw a uh, man i'm blanking on the guy's name but he's one of the one of the investors from big short and and he was saying this morning on on television basically saying like i don't even think jay powell knows what the math is doing and it just goes to show no one out there in fiat land actually knows what's going on especially remember when all the data is fibbed all the data is fake that it's literally guys i i always got to bring this back to like layman terms we are at the point of Saturday morning cartoons where Wiley e. Coyote has run off the cliff and you see the roadrunner go beep, beep. And only Bitcoiners are the ones that have looked down at their feet. So we say it all the time. You know, we quote Greg Foss all the time. It's 11th grade math. They have to continue to print money. They will continue to try to issue bonds to whoever will buy them. And it's looking around the world. And then you add that with what's going on with the BRICS nations. People aren't trusting America anymore. They do not want our money. They do not want our bonds because shit's going haywire out there. The system has a problem, a fundamental systemic problem. And for all of us here, early to the game, you have an opportunity to not only gain in purchasing power, but protect yourself. And this is what it's about. First, put on the oxygen mask, guys. You need to hold on an asset out outside of the system, a sly parallel way to save, to take this power back from the powers that be. And this is, of course, Bitcoin, guys. So, look, 
I know we got macro, and, and I already hear yellow yelling at us, macro, macro, macro. It, it is what it is, guys. This is where we are in the movie. Bitcoin is becoming a defining conversation in the macro space. Everyone and their mother will be talking about Bitcoin moving forward. And you have the opportunity to continue to stack Bitcoin at 35K. I, I think anything under 100K is still cheap, guys. So do not get sidetracked. Continue to stack. Stack Bitcoin at any price. It, the price is irrelevant because it's still absolutely stupid cheap. The only thing scarce, the only thing scarcer is your time, your life. Saving Bitcoin, guys. We're seeing in real time that public consciousness is waking up to Bitcoin. We're seeing in real time that the biggest asset managers in the world are waking up to Bitcoin as a solution. And we're seeing that. You know, this conversation is being had on a normie level as well. It, it's everywhere. Everyone is wondering what the hell is going on and whether we're seeing a flight to quality as the meme is going yet uh, is still is still yet to be seen. But we will be seeing that this meme gets stronger and stronger moving forward and more and more people are going to pile into Bitcoin and it's going to be just absolutely awesome to be a part of. Anyways, Dom, what's your thoughts on all this stuff? I just think when you're talking like, when is the last time, and maybe this comes from my lack of financial education, where, you know, your normal pleb, your working person has had the chance to front run some of the biggest financial asset managers in the world who are chomping at the bit, waiting for the SEC to give the green light so they can bring massive institutional clients into this thing, Bitcoin. Yet, I can go buy some today, right now. Um it's rare. I don't think it's happened before. And, and if it has, not like this. So that's something worth considering. Opti, you mentioned uh, put on your oxygen mask for this flight. I, I think about the uh, the flights. Make sure you take care of yourself before you help others. So have your situation set up, right? Put your own oxygen mask before you start helping other people. Um, but then those people need to get their mask on too. And um, yeah, it's just... It's just uh, um, it's pretty wild right now. The the institutions like BlackRock are for some people, and not a lot of listeners here, because a lot of listeners here have figured it out. They will not move forward until super signalers give them the okay, and and that's just how they operate. You know, uh, the new kid in town, Bitcoin, has been plastered with negative news media, dangerous scam, fell from the top, no good. Mainstream media has tried to attack it. Well, now you have the big dog saying. Hey, this new kid in town, they're all right. They're pretty reliable. Uh, they keep proving the test of time that they're here to stay. Their holders are awesome. They're reliable. Let's bring in now the institutional clients to get on this. So it's big things happening right now. Pretty insane. Yeah, I love to see it. I actually saw a really good thread. Maybe maybe I'll bring it up tomorrow in culture. Um, and I know I know us Bitcoiners we're we're very concerned about BlackRock uh, embracing Bitcoin. And and there's even like the counter thread on Bitcoin Twitter, like uh, Bitcoiners Bitcoiners are plotting back BlackRock. I thought it was the point to get away from BlackRock. Well, again, it was White Paper Day Tuesday, and I am just reminded of the incentive portion of that white paper where it says, you know, you're better off to just play along with Bitcoin. The amount of money that these asset managers will make in fees by embracing Bitcoin, by having their army of Wall Street people educating others on Bitcoin. Guys, we say it all the time. For better or worse, 
the tyrants, the central bankers, the bureaucrats, and now the financial asset managers of the world will be the best marketers of Bitcoin. And all it takes is what Dom touched on. They just need that signaling from the market that, hey, it's okay for you guys to pile into Bitcoin. And again, we try to always frame this in positive light, like the benefits that this will have on your life. But we're seeing that on the flip side, people are looking for solutions. The red flags are going off in traditional financial world, and they're wondering like, wait, uh, we need to pile into something. We need something to hold on to. And uh, it's looking like Michael Saylor and Naive Bukele and every one of you Bitcoiners out there are right, continue to be right. The Bitcoin's incentives are strong. And moving forward, it's just going to become more and more obvious that Bitcoin is the way forward. And here we are, guys. We're on the front lines of this. You know, we, we're seeing that the powers that be are fighting Bitcoin. So all of this is going to be the perfect storm to just show the world that Bitcoin is the way. Digital scarcity is awesome and number will go up. And and Jump I think it's important. I think it's important, Opti, that we have an opportunity. You know, look, I still trust Larry Fink as far as I can throw him, which is not very far. <laughs> and so we have an opportunity when this gets greenlit, whether they're, you know, does does BlackRock really believe and subscribe to the fundamental values of Bitcoin that we do? I don't think so necessarily because they have a huge amount of wealth that is uh, potentially, you know, in jeopardy, right? If uh, as Bitcoin becomes stronger, whether they're in or not, we don't know. Maybe they are subscribed. Who knows? We can never tell. But when a lot of people see that and they go, now this thing is okay. That's where Bitcoiners like us, all your listeners can jump in and grab them and go, hey, okay, cool. Larry Fink said it's okay to get into Bitcoin. But now let me explain to you some very important fundamentals like self-custody. Let me explain why it's important to have your own Bitcoin. Let me give you some resources that you can learn about it. So if you are managing a fund or doing something like that, you know what you're getting into. This is still an ETF. You're not holding it direct. And Bitcoin was not created to have ETFs. ETFs were created to try to capture Bitcoin. Oof, love it. Well, I want to highlight one comment. I wish I could pull this up on uh, this is on Rumble. Shouts out to Moran and he goes, trying not to sell my house. Come on, guys. You're killing me. <laughs> Rustin, getting them super bullish. Anyways, let's get into the culture because I'm really excited to talk to Dom. Dom Dom's a cool dude, so this is going to be a good one. Uh, I think you guys are going to really enjoy the orange pill story. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Before I go on though, guys, if you're in the market for some Bitcoin ASICs, Get over to kaboomracks.com. Shout out to the whole crew over at Kaboom Racks. Kaboom Racks. Absolute goats. I love the whole team. They're super cool. If you want to buy ASICs, you want to sell ASICs, or you even want to buy them and then have them host your ASICs, Kaboom Racks has you covered, guys. Go check them out. They're killing it. They're they're one of our favorite, favorite people out there. They're just absolute awesome peoples. Shouts out to my boy, Alex. He will literally hold your hand, answer all your questions. If you are thinking about this, reach out to them on Telegram group, join their Telegram group, and they will make sure that you 
are on the right path. I actually, funny story, my, my boy, Alec from Kaboom Racks, he's literally like, my job is to pretty much tell people not to buy ASICs. So if you're thinking about it, they will sell them to you, but you might have talked out of it. You might just want to stack some Bitcoin, but get over to kaboomracks.com. Those boys over there are killing it. And, uh, you know, they're, they're ensuring that the network is getting stronger and stronger every single day. Anyways, Dom, let's get to you, bro. Uh, this this culture might go a little longer than usual just because I, I really love talking to Dom. We were hanging out at Pacific Bitcoin. Absolutely oh, cool man. dude. Absolute legend. Uh, a Chad in his own right. But we won't talk about the shenanigans of us hanging out in L.A. Anyway, Dom, um, it didn't click for me when we were hanging out at Pacific Bitcoin until after like, I don't know, halfway through the day that we were hanging out of your orange pill story. And we were at Pacific Bitcoin. So maybe tell the people this this story and then we'll get into what your project is. Yeah, so so this story can take a lot of time and I'm gonna try to package it up fast for the for the the busy listener out there. Three phases of this orange pill. One is a failed dose, one is the first dose, and then three is the re-up. First failed dose, 2011. Bought my first stock ever, walked out of my room. Roommate says, Hey, why are you grinning? I said, because I just bought a stock and I'm about to, man, this thing's going to be great. He goes, hey, you should sell that stock and buy this thing called Bitcoin. I was like, what's Bitcoin? He said, I don't know. I can't explain it, but people are talking about it everywhere. I go, well, how much is it? He's like $10 a coin. I said, well, are you going to buy some? He said, no, I have no money. I said, well, then neither am I. Thanks for the <laughs> message. See you later. Oops. Uh, everyone has that story. Number two was working at conference. Uh, and this was in 2017. Then I really got to talk to some Bitcoiners. Um, it was not a Bitcoin only conference. It was like other projects at that time. Things were, you know, this was before the block wars, just before things were heating up. And I talked to a Bitcoiner and I got it. It, it hit me. I got it. I said, all right, I got it. The conviction is what led me to believe and look deeper in Bitcoin because the people I talked to were so convicted. I was like, I have to look into this thing. But I was just kind of passive, more of just like holding Bitcoin. I wasn't contributing to the community, very busy doing the union work that I did uh, for the firefighters. As I was getting ready to get off the union work, I was working one day and we had a call at the beach for someone that hurt their neck. Uh, we go up, this guy's holding his neck with a couple people. Of course, I'm the paramedic for the day and I usually don't do the paramedic stuff as a supervisor now, but I go, okay. And he goes, ah, oh, my neck, I was diving in the water. I'm like, oh, I know how these calls go. Like, let's just get them to the hospital. Let's be super cautious. On the way up to the hospital, I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? And he goes, um, oh, uh, I'm visiting and I'm working this conference. And I'm like, is it the Pacific Bitcoin conference? And he said, yeah, I actually work for Swan. Keep in mind, this was the day after the FTX collapse. I had showed up to work that day and I'm like, okay. It's time to stack, folks. Like, like, wh what's going on? I find out in the ambulance he 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 um, works for Swan. He's an analyst. I'm like, okay, stop the analyst, bro. I mean, I was like, stop the ambulance. Are, are we? What's the deal, dude? Seventeen? Like, where are we at, dude? Like, what's going on? I'm kidding. We didn't stop the ambulance, but anyways, expected to see him at the conference. Kind of be like, hey, man, they they kept me at the hospital. You wasted my time. Why'd you send me up? Turns out he broke his neck in two spots. Um, and luckily he got up to the hospital, made a full recovery. Doctor said otherwise he could have been paralyzed. So that was a very moving experience for me. And from that, this door opened to get more involved in Bitcoin. And as I was finishing up on the union, 
I was thinking like, what's next for me? I started really looking into how do Bitcoin and workers and unions, how do they intersect? Where do they, where do they cross? And I started kind of finding this mission where like, hey, I really got to try to show workers what I've found and what I've been blessed to find in Bitcoin so that they can at least discover this, see it and um, set themselves up for the future. So that's my orange pill story. Absolutely incredible. It's so strange how some people get to Bitcoin. And, and like, I fully remember being uh, at the Swan party last year. And they're like, yeah, uh, here's this firefighter. Like, everyone show him love. He basically saved one of our guys' lives. And then a year later, I was hanging out with you, and and we were with the the blue collar Bitcoin podcast guys, and we had a, we were laughing our asses off. I, I hope Rustin posted this on. It was absolutely great time. And then after that conversation, it was like, oh wait, Dom, you were that firefighter, like. Just incredible. Just incredible. All right. Let's uh, let's give you some more space. So, Dom, what is this project? What is Proof of Workforce? Yeah. So Proof of Workforce is the nonprofit. And again, we we uh, we know and you all know in the audience that there's usually a Bitcoiner in every group, whether it's a union, whether it's a workers group, whether it's a church, there's a Bitcoiner there. The thing is, is it's very hard to get a group or organization to adopt Bitcoin. And so our focus is on workers. We want to give them the tools to bring Bitcoin to their organization. Uh, you know, I was able to work with my, my own organization, the Santa Monica Firefighters. We became the first union to self-custody Bitcoin without use of a third party. Uh, first union in history to do that. So uh, we have a template. Other unions have followed suit. And again, I know sometimes people have a bad, you know, they have, they, the, some people look at unions negatively. And I think sometimes they see larger like nationwide unions um, and they see things they don't agree with, whether it's political stances. And I understand that, but I want people to remember that, that the unions mostly are small unions that represent workers in the local workplace. And so giving them Bitcoin, helping them find Bitcoin, extending into the conversation with pensions to help pension funds, which many are severely distressed still from the financial crisis uh, of 07, 08, helping them to find Bitcoin, helping workers realize, hey, saving in dollars is, is, is not a winning uh, uh, venture um, and, and owning something outside of this system, which has burned workers so many times in the past. Think about the headlines. Rapid inflation, who gets burned? The working person. Um, financial crisis, where did a lot of that money come and get get hammered? Uh, all the big companies that, that were reckless, they got bailed out, but the pensions didn't get bailed out and they took a loss. Uh, they got dumped on. So this main legacy system, which has burned us before, how many times will it take getting burned until we own something outside of that legacy system that's ours that can't that can't be manipulated? Uh, and, and, and the worker can't be, you know, uh, the scapegoat for when things go wrong. So that's our nonprofit. We have a great board. I got Josh and Dan on there, Lisa Huff, Mags, uh, and, and, and the whiz kid, Joe Carlosari, uh, one of the sharpest, uh, lawyers in the game. And so we just, again, our mission is clear. I want every worker to, to hold Bitcoin, but I want them to do it in a way that's going to allow them to, uh, survive future bear markets, which we know will occur. As great as this bull run is, 
we will have some harder times ahead. And only by understanding Bitcoin and what it is, uh, will you stick around for the long run, not not get scared, not sell too early and, and commit to this mission. Love it, bro. Absolutely love it. Um, what, that what is would a be the star process? studded lineup, by the way. I yeah, love right? that what? team. Yeah. I don't what, know how I got it? blessed with that. I, I just like, yeah, seriously. shout out to Chris Alamo. Oh, yeah. And Alamo is <laughs> on the board, too. Lisa. Dude, I, I forgot Alamo is on the board, too, who, who's who's one of the, <laughs> the guy. He's always he's, he's always helping out with like the guy is so smart, dude. Yes. Uh, Alamo yeah. is so sharp. Crazy. One hundred percent. Blessed with an incredible board. And then I want more workers, any unions out there or workers that want to support this organization is not to, you know, it is a nonprofit. And so I want it to become other people's like, hopefully this NTD will be something that is, you know, uh, moved forward by other workers and it becomes something that's, you know, good for workers everywhere. Love to hear it, bro. Um, so if there is someone that is a part of a union, uh, what do they do? Do they just reach out to you? Like, how's this process go? Yeah, so there's a contact form on the website. People can sometimes people hit me directly on Twitter. You can email us. And again, if you're looking to bring Bitcoin to your union or organization, we're going to do everything we can using the contacts and resources we have to set up a plan and help you develop a plan to bring that forward. We've, you know, again, I have, um, there's a, the second union that's going to adopt Bitcoin is right. That's dropping any time now that they're going to adopt. Um, and, and, um, so that's very exciting. All the steps about like, we don't recommend ever any services or anything like that. We try to give you like, Hey, here's some options that you have. You have to walk the path, your own Bitcoin path yourself. And we help facilitate whether it's acquiring Bitcoin or holding it. We'll show, we'll try to point you to resources of how to use a, a self-custody uh, hardware wallet, but we're not going to tell you buy this wallet, buy that wallet. You have to, we'll answer questions. We'll help you bring a plan. And then the hardest part for any membership-based organization is, can, is getting that organization to, to buy in. Now, with our organization, the firefighters, keep this in mind, and this is what I'm so inspired by. Our first measure to get into Bitcoin was approved by 87% of the membership. I can't even get them to vote on coffee dues or how to which coffee to buy at an 87%. So the enthusiasm was there, but we did it responsibly. We didn't put all this money into Bitcoin. We got a very, very small amount. We set up a committee to give resources and learn. And, and now we're talking about the next step without fear. Um, and that's really important. So again, if you're trying to bring um, Bitcoin to your union or organization, we are here to help you and make you successful at that and just give you all the knowledge we know of things that have been done already. And then you can take it back to your organization and you know your organization best. So let us help you and you ultimately have to walk that path to bring it to your group. Love it. Love it. Rustin, before you jump in here, just some comments. Uh, I, I really, This number here is absolutely incredible. Um, and, and maybe for the people out there and, and for the audio listeners, it says $1.3 trillion in total unfunded liabilities in the U.S. Um, for, for people out there that maybe 
I don't know, have never heard this idea that maybe their pension funds aren't safe and maybe they won't have that money there in the future. You know, a lot of people think that the traditional legacy system is is, is a, a concrete foundation. And a lot of us Bitcoiners are kind of on uh, the flip side that's saying, hey, all that money that you think is going to be there might not be there. And so, Dom, for someone that maybe is thinking, "What you Bitcoiners are crazy!" Like, what what are you even talking about? Like, what what is going on here? And I think a lot of people still have doubts that we are seeing things clearly. And so, what would you say to someone on the fence like that? Yeah, I've learned a lot looking into pensions, and for those listening, an unfunded liability simply means this: you have a pile of assets that form a pension or a four hundred one k retirement account. Then you have the money that is owed to your workers when they retire. The difference between what you hold as an asset um, at right now versus what you have to pay out is called your liabilities. And when they don't match up, if we owe our retirees $1,000 and we have $1,000 in assets, then we are at 100% funded ratio. If we have $80 and we owe the retirees $100, we are at an 80% funded status. That's important because the liabilities in many pensions are running away from the assets. And um, pension funds cannot keep up with the liabilities of people, whether it's living longer, um, cost of living adjustments from inflation. They can't make those kind of returns. They're usually very conservative. And the biggest thing, is they've been burned in the past. Again, most pension funds and a lot of them were fully funded or close to before the financial crisis. Everyone got bailed out in the financial crisis, except who? The working folks. They said, sorry, y'all lost. Uh, we, we gambled your money and everything uh, lost its value and y'all lost. They have not, many have not recovered. The largest pension in the United States, the largest public pension, uh, is CalPERS, $450 billion pension fund that is only funded at 72%. This is coming on the tail end of one of the highest, longest performing uh, stock equity market runs in history. It were only at 72%. That should tell you they cannot keep up. So Bitcoin is pivotal, in my opinion, to help fill this gap and to help um, support and buoy uh, these, these pension funds. So it's really important to understand this isn't just pension funds. It's social security, it's 401k, and it could be your own personal savings account. Um, it's important to pay attention to what it's supposed to pay out and how many asset, what assets you have. And Bitcoin is this amazing, incredible, uh, protocol that we have the opportunity to invest in now that will keep up and, 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 Unless, hey, Opti and, and, and Russ, y'all know, not only will it keep up, it's going to fly and soar like an eagle um, and, 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 and pensions will need to keep up with Bitcoin. Hold on, man. Dude, straight killed it, Dom. Um, so I was a teacher and coach and I have a little experience with the, uh, the teachers unions. And, you know, I was really getting into Bitcoin and I was like trying to tell everyone and they were like, no, nah, I've got my Roth IRA. I've got my capers, you know, and I was like, you know what those assets are purchased in and, and how they connect unfunded liabilities. We've been talking about this a long time with social security. I think they said 
that's likely between 2033 and 2035. And, and they're not really talking about that in the news. And, and you have a trillion in debt almost added in a month. This is just complete madness. And what they were doing in these pension funds, right? We had that near collapse in the UK. And then the way they were gamble, gambling away people's retirements is absolutely insane. And this is going to trickle down. Pensions absolutely fill uh, down there. They need Bitcoin because when this stuff hits, and it's kind of like we said, like it, it's just like a slow train wreck right now. It's going to that you can't put a put a time frame on it. I always said like hyperinflation or these type of events. It's been happening for fifty years, right? And you know, going off the gold standard, that was that first little crack in the vase. And then over time, pressure continues to build in there. Maybe the soil packs in and it starts to spider web and then things get a little uneasy and hopefully people get on that lifeboat before it's too late or people start to make these amends and see it. And I think that's what you're seeing with Fidelity, BlackRock and these people. They can't come out and say things like that because of th think of what that does with all their customers and their retirements. They're, they're the biggest arguably retirement company there is, but they are planting the seed that and protecting themselves so that they will have a backstop for their customers themselves. And that's what BlackRock has, micro strategies ahead of everyone. Like Sailor and them are basically trillionaires and no one knows it yet. Um, we're getting into that territory. And it's just going to be interesting to see this dynamic over time. And what Dom and, and Lisa and Chris and all you guys are doing is incredible. And it goes back to everyone needs Bitcoin. Now it's just like, who's, who's going to take you know, just accept it and be willing to do the homework and willing to to be humble or willing to to see like everything is not OK. You got to understand that and you got to face that and you can't just sit back and do nothing. You've got to preserve yourself and, you know, take care of yourself and maybe you'd be able to help others after that. Like you guys were saying, put the put the oxygen mask on now before it's too late because you don't know when it's going to happen. But all. <laughs> All the arrows are pointing in a horrible direction in, in that regard, but everything's good for Bitcoin at the end of the day. So I think also when we were talking about the media, oh, sorry, Dom, I'm, I'm going to get done with this quick. Uh, BlackRock owns the media. So there's there's about 80% of the media ownership right there. So do you think all that against Bitcoin, all those people that fought Bitcoin throughout the years, they just cut into their their gains. They just cut into their their future benefit. I mean, they're just cutting their own throats. Like, when are you going to stop? You got to accept it. Yeah, we, we've seen the negative media on Bitcoin over the years, and we know that the big asset managers and the big banks and the JPs, they own the media. Just simply putting the, the foot off of the neck of Bitcoin, um, which is a bad analogy because Bitcoin ain't down. Bitcoin is flying above. But like in their minds, right, for the retailer's view of Bitcoin, just easing up on the negative stories is going to uh, allow so many retailers to to flood into Bitcoin. Again, we hope it's for the right reasons. Um, but yeah, going back to what you were saying, just with with um, the teachers' pension and pensions, you know, this is not uh, and and Opti. You mentioned uh, Bitcoiners are always like sometimes we get painted as doomsdayers, but this isn't a hypothetical. The finance system, the legacy finance system, has repeatedly in history burned the everyday worker pensions have been burned 
by the legacy finance system. So soon as some pensions come around and add Bitcoin to their balance sheet and it allows them to keep their promises to workers to say, hey, if you work for me and trade 30 years of your most valuable time, your, your youth, and when you retire, we say, we'll pay you this, we're actually going to do it. And workers will start to demand, hey, you had better have Bitcoin in our portfolio to help support our, our the health of our total portfolio. It's going to be demanded um, because again, this isn't a doomsday theory. The pensions have been burned time and time again by the legacy system because it's easy to take 20% from the workers rather than um, you know, punish the big, massive corporations that run politics and everyday life and, and have the ability to inflict pain. It's easy to just hit the worker. Uh, not anymore. And, and workers are going to demand Bitcoin in their pensions. It's a guarantee they will. Absolutely love it, Dom. Well, to you and the whole proof of workforce team, uh, you know, Godspeed. More power to you. I can't wait to see what else you guys are doing. Uh, Shouts out to Chris. Love you, bro. Shouts out to the blue collar Bitcoin guys. Good hanging with you. And Dom, really appreciate you coming on. I, I hope, uh, you know, we we did temper our bullishness with a little a little dose of sober reality for the people out there. And I know our audience usually is kind of on the younger side, but get in touch with Proof of Workforce guys, uh, maybe for your parents, uh, you know, aunt, uncles, people that are a part of the system, blue collar workers. I come from a blue collar family as well. And, and I really do believe that the average person needs Bitcoin more than any of the Black Rocks of the world or any of the institutional investors of the world. I really try to angle my conversations for why does the everyday person need Bitcoin today? What does that, what does Bitcoin solve for them in their lives today? And so Dom, more power to you. I can't wait to see what you're doing. And uh, next time you got some big news to announce, you're coming back on so we can get bullish. Anyways, guys, let's get into the meme review because this is why you come to the show anyways. You go through all of that just to get some memes. So here we go. The Daily Meme Review. All right, boys and girls, mainly boys, but some girls. Shouts out to the girls out there in the chat hanging out with us and our viewers and, and our viewers. We love you. Love, lovely ladies. Anyways, this is the meme review where you tag me in memes, either at Simply Bitcoin TV on Twitter, or or you can tag my personal account at Optimus Yields till, uh, till further notice. Till my notifications get blown up too much, I, I I am still taking the tags of not only your own memes, but your favorite memers memes as well, so we can bring them on the show or drop them in our Telegram t.me slash Simply Bitcoin TV. But guys, please give me the tweets. I, I know you guys like to steal memes, and and memes are meant to be stolen. But I'd like to give people their credit. I I, I don't want to just take the meme uh, from from the from the Telegram group. I, I want to give them their 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 due diligence. All right. Anyways, you already know the deal, guys. Tweet to the bullets. Memes are the artillery. Continue to with the corporate press. Continue to get the calls of action out there. Continue to make the funnies so your friends and family's heads stay in the game. We are winning. We're 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 winning so hard. It's absolutely incredible that our memes are hitting mainstream consciousness. And one of those 
is this first one here by Stephen Lubka. Again, sorry, Stephen. I, I forget how to say your Twitter name, Dazimbala Hoddle. Uh, and he goes, when will you join the flight to quality? And here's all of us Bitcoiners joining the flight to quality. And it's a Bitcoin plane here. And it's all of us getting aboard, exiting the fiat matrix, getting on the bright orange future, getting on the Bitcoin standard and protecting ourselves, guys. This is what it's about. Stop trusting other people with your money as time and time has shown us over and over again. If you trust someone with your money, they will abuse it. Or as Dom was telling us, you know, you, you trust someone with your pension funds. They will get abused. They do not care about the little man. But hey, Bitcoin is for the people. Anyways, next meme is by Big Sean Harris. And he just does a, if you know, you know meme. And uh, Big Sean Harris, we do not endorse this because you know you should have your seed phrase on something more than paper. But I absolutely love this. This is a goofy from, I'm pretty sure this is the goofy movie. Dang, man, throwback. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I actually love this movie. Great movie. Great choice. And uh, it's Goofy crying, closing the door, you know, teary-eyed, just looking so lovingly. And it goes, me saying goodbye to my seed phrase one last time before I close my sock drawer. If you know, you know. It's almost like uh, the meme of everyone has their seed phrase in their sock drawer is like the strongest meme out there. Make sure it's backed up on something more than just paper in your sock drawer, guys. Maybe it could be a seed, a titanium seed phrase in your sock drawer, but just make sure it's not just on paper in your seed sock phrase, drawer. Seed phrase could be your sock drawer itself. The seed phrase could be your sock drawer. Yeah, exactly. XX gets it. Okay. Next meme is by Greg Zaj, aka Greg Zaj1 on Twitter. And he goes, It's that time of the year. And here's a screenshot from The Sopranos. And he goes, Hey, Greg, I know you like Bitcoin, but what do you think about this shit coin? And Greg is Tony Soprano. He goes, I can't have this conversation again. I, I can't do it. Oh, my goodness. I literally was telling Rustin, I had this conversation last night with a friend. Uh, I was telling him what I'm doing now, you know, simply Bitcoin media. And verbatim he's like what do you think of sbf and i'm like oh my god the shit corners make us all look bad it is bitcoin only but yeah, it's just, the here we go there, here <laughs> we go again i can't have this conversation again and guys remember you know thanksgiving's coming around christmas is coming up i know your uncle not uncle jim but uncle greg is going to ask you or wait rather uncle uh, what's this guy salvatore is gonna ask you uncle, uncle giuseppe yeah, Uncle Giuseppe's going to ask you, hey, I know you like Bitcoin, but what's your thoughts on this shitcoin? I can't have this conversation again, Unc. Anyways. How would, hey, how would Tony say, oh, look what it is. I can't have this conversation again. Not this time. Come on. <laughs> oh. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, not this conversation again. All right. Next meme is by not Jerome Powell, a.k.a. Uh, at Ali Farhat 79. He just goes inflation. And I'm sure. Again, wow. I didn't even uh, connect this that I mentioned the SBF story with my friend. And here I have a meme on FBF and uh, what's this? Caroline Ellison. Anyways, I'm sure you guys saw these court drawings and I, I don't even know if this one's real. This might just be like a troll here. But anyways, we have SBF and Caroline court drawings and we have peak 9.1%. And this is the first ones. And they just... They look like golems. They just they look extremely bad. And then September, the 3.7% rating, the official rating... And uh, it's SBF, you know, walking in the court, looking very shook. And Karen, Caroline Ellison, you know, in her uh, company photo. And then we have 
the memes. Uh, we have Fed target rate of 2%. And we have like, <laughs> dude, this Chad SBF court art. This can't be real. Or he paid off the court artist or something. And then dude, we have. This is great. This is great. The face tune on Caroline Ellison. She's looking like, you know, an Instagram Instagram thought. And, you know, looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what she's looking like. All right. Anyway, uh, next one is by Cold Hard Sats. And uh, we got the classic sailor going into interstellar hyper hyperspace when he tells you it's going up forever. Laura. And Cold Hard Sats goes me at dinner after three glasses of wine. When my friend mentions prices are way higher than they used to be. Hey. Bitcoin. It's going up forever, Laura. It's almost like inflation is extremely high, and it's almost like they're stealing your purchasing power. And it's almost like the fiat system is going to continue to print money. And it's almost like bonds may blow up. It's almost like they're dropping U.S. Treasury. It's almost like it's a perfect storm for Bitcoin. And it's going up forever, Laura. Okay, and last one is by Smeetbot. Smeet underscore bot. And he goes... Uh, but I thought criminals only use Bitcoin, and I had to bring this one on considering that we've been covering uh, everyone's favorite nanny politician, a.k.a. Elizabeth Warren, and she's trying to paint all of us Bitcoiners as criminals, even when, when we have good guys like Dom coming on the show, explaining to the world, to all of you out there, that we are not only trying to protect ourselves, but educate people out there so that they know there's an option because... Uh, Everything is not as rosy as you might have been led to believe. Anyways, this is what? 100,000 million billion, 336.3 billion dollars that banks have paid in total fines in the last 22 years. But I thought criminals only use Bitcoin. I'd, I'd also love to see total value lost from yes. legacy finance, whether it's like companies that went to zero um, you know, that that's got to be an impressive number too. just look at First Republic alone is probably more than uh, a lot of Bitcoin lost ever. Yeah, it's literally half of the Bitcoin market cap. Hey, today. I'm going to be careful with this one. But, uh, you know, didn't Jamie Dimon, like one of his top clients, have an <laughs> island somewhere that was highly oh, sketchy? Shit, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or have a boat found with, uh, you know, white powdery substances and stuff. But hey, let's, let's not talk about all this criminal stuff, you know, sweep it under the rug. But with all said and done, everyone knows that Bitcoin is the thing you need to be holding. And in, in, uh, in honor of the sailor meme, what's the second best? There is no second best. <laughs> I, I, I told Dom that I would abuse the soundboard today. Anyways, guys, drop your meme review score in the chat. Do it now. Well, you should have done it like a minute ago so that we don't have a delay. So I, I don't cut off your meme review scores early. Anyways, um, I try not to give people uh, free plugs on the show, but I am a huge Dr. Bronner's fan. Uh, Dr. Bronner's, you guys want to sponsor us? I'd be okay with this. Uh, I got the Dr. Bronner's all in one toothpaste. I've never tried this. I don't even know if it's that good, but it is fluoride free. So, you know, you know, it, Based. minimize the fluoride guys, you know, try not to fluoridate your pineal gland guys. Get yourself some fluoride free yeah. toothpaste. I'm, I'm, I'm trying some, I'm going on a limb with this Dr. Bronner's. I love that Dr. Bronner's. thing so Alex Jones got right. I just hit the, <laughs> hey, I just I just hit the dentist yesterday and got two chipped teeth fixed that I had chipped Ooh. for like two years. That's what happens when you get older. When you chip your tooth, you're like, let's ride this out for like four Dude, years. I, I'm literally uh, in that same boat. 
yeah, I have a chip yep. tooth. I, I need to hit the dentist, but you know, I got to show up here every single day and I, I can't get a freaking appointment. I tried to yep. do it back home and it took him too long. Anyways, anyways, uh, Rustin, what's your meme score? We're going to save the best for last. Yes. All right. So we're still kind of in the spirit of Halloween here. And if you're, you're using your cuck bucks, you're in Jerome Powell, uh, Buffalo Bill Jerome Powell's basement. Okay. Do not put the fiat money. <laughs> do not put the fiat money on your skin. Okay. Um, get the hell out of that basement, stack some sats, and uh keep your skin. Don't let Jerome Powell wear it around and stuff. Wow. Of, of course, Rustin always gets these <laughs> meta answers here that are borderline gonna get his banned on YouTube. Anyways, anyways, we <laughs> Tom, ride the line. what's your mean review score? <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm sticking with, um, my, I'm sticking with the Bukele piggy bank here. Um, and, uh, I don't know. We're going all tens across the board. I will just say this. We need to upgrade that airplane. Uh, Steven, we got to, that, that Bitcoin plane should be like a hyper jet because I'm tired of flying on the same, uh, <laughs> model of airplane from 1960. Let's upgrade this. Let's get a hyper jet. That's a true Bitcoin flight to safety. Love it. Love it. I would also double down. Uh, let's make it fun, too. So like so plane esque, you know, like a little a soul stel- plane a in there. fighter and yeah. you can like teleport teleport onto it. Yeah. Yeah. So- something like that. Some- Elon some- can do it, I'm sure, maybe. Something like that. All right. So I see some scores rolling in, but I'm going to give you some more time. Guys, if you like the yeah. show, support the show by getting some merch. It's made by our boys over at Represent. Shouts out to the boys that represent Bitcoiners. They have great, great gear over there. We have t-shirts right now. We have the orange hoodie I've been wearing. I know before Matthew J chimes in on the chat, I will get you hats. We are in talks. I I am even, I've in talks to getting you guys some mugs. We're going to get you guys some female sizes as well. We're in talks with a a Bitcoin artist to get you guys some Simply Bitcoin limited edition themed art on the shirts. I'm kind of angling towards a little more OPSEC friendly this time. So we have to work on, on the designs and stuff for you guys, but we're working it. They're going to be dope. We're, and and guys, yeah, like the attention to detail here, we're, we're not just going to do like shitty drop shipping sites for you guys. Like we're making sure it's good quality. We got to order it first. So, you know, scan the QR code. We appreciate all the support. There, you're getting jocked. Uh, all these look good on the pipes. Like they, yeah, they, do, exactly. they do work on the sleeves. There's the print of like, you know, it's Bitcoin or slavery. It, they do some good work, so we're we're gonna make you look stylish, boys and girls. All right. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into some of these scores, guys, because uh, they're they're rolling oh, in here. Here we go. One second. All right. I remember. Right. I remember yeah. Hey, you know what this reminds me of? I remember I sent y'all a meme back in the day, Opti. I wonder if you remember. But it was the one of the Nintendo Mike Tyson punch out. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and it had all the, uh, Classic. The, different, the different characters. But I yeah. just remember that, dude. I remember that too, because I butchered all the <laughs> all the characters in it. Glass, Glass <laughs> Joe, Glass Jaw Joe. Yes, yeah. dude. Okay. Anyways, let's get into these meme review scores. All right, first one is by Elaine, and she goes, score. Retirees take funds out of banks to buy BTC. <laughs> Love Simply Stooges rocks Let's go. Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, Simply Stooges. Coming soon. You. Rebrand soon. Okay, Matthew J. Meme score, one flight to quality. Ka-ka! Ka-ka! Okay. <laughs> uh, next one is by Will Wertheim, and he goes, meme score. 
swapping frequent customer points for things I need and swapping fiat for Bitcoin I need. Yes, this is the way. This is the way. Okay. Uh, Elaine, yeah, yeah. Shoot me. Uh, sorry, guys. Recipe for some toothpaste. Would love that. I would love that. Okay. Next one is by Psycho05, and he goes, Mean score, Laura finally knowing it goes up forever. She's coming around. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, wait, actually, actually, I forgot. Um, let's see. Do we have some on Rumble? Yes, we do. Okay. John Pleb, score, Jerome Powell confirms no confidence policy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Moran, score, putting out fiat fires, dot, 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 too late. Oof. Unfortunately. Defensive fire. Let it burn. Yes. Let it burn. Okay. The Phoenix will rise from the ashes, baby. Here we go. All right. Ah, it's, not, it's not that we ran out of scores. It's that uh, the buzzer came. The buzzer came. Anyways, Rustin, you're filling in tomorrow, but you are putting it over time, making content for us. Whoa. <laughs> Look how'd at you, that. How'd you do that? I didn't do that. Amazing. All right. Well, look that was at cool. You. <laughs> All right. Well, Rustin, what do you got in the works for the people out there? What can they keep an eye out for? All right. So we got some interesting things coming up. We made some clips of Elon and uh, Joe Rogan, because when two titans like that get together, people don't have three hours to go through that. So let's get the meat and give it to the people. So we got some of that, some good nuggets in there, especially AI Skynet type stuff implications of that but we also know what elon says you know ai can't break bitcoin bitcoin is your defense against skynet so basically we have that then we got bitcoin is the safe haven we've hit on that a little bit we're going to build on it and i'm trying to think what our oh joe uh nope nope russell brand exposes the fiat system and then we got some bullish takes um from some people there uh along with fidelity a lot of stuff coming your way so set those notifications be ready and uh the Shout outs to the the Twitter team, uh, Jax, Ani, Daft are dropping uh, news and uh, make sure you're following us there. You know, um, we're getting you updated. We are coming in hard, coming in fast. So let's just keep sending, sending out the signal and getting people on the mission. Um, we're, we got some good stuff coming. So be on the lookout. The shorts are straight killing it right now. Sophie and Dell, great job over there. So. Yeah, yeah, my my st my show kind of stinks. So for all of you guys that tune in, I greatly appreciate it, and we try to make it fun. So yeah. Oh, Rustin. Well, good to have you, bro. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, bro. Uh, anyways, actually, we got one rugged meme score, but in honor of our guests, I, I feel like I need to read this. So tore up Hoddle says rugged <laughs> meme score. Dom Hulk. Size gamma squeeze on fiat. Rest in peace, no coiners. It's simpo math and sa house. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, Dom, thanks for coming on, bro. Really appreciate you. I, I I absolutely love hanging out with you. I can't wait to see you again. But Dom, what do you want the people to look out for? Where can people get in touch with you? What, what you got work, working over there? So yeah, just hey, uh, anyone that wants to bring Bitcoin to their workplace or organization or union, please reach out at Proof of Workforce. You can find me at my Twitter, Baywatch1. Uh, long story about the name. I'll tell it next time I'm on. <laughs> www.proofofworkforce.org. And need more supporters for our Proof of Workforce nonprofit Twitter, which is WorkforceBTC on Twitter. Um, dude. Thanks so much for having me on. I want to say on this show, 
I grew up listening to a lot of radio as a kid. Uh, that's how old I am. And I believe Opti, I think you are one of the best radio, like, like just personality. Like you, you could be doing radio or uh, <laughs> shows anywhere. And I, I think we're incredibly blessed to have you in Bitcoin because like you rock it, dude, you get everyone pumped up, you educate folks and you're, you're an all-star dude. So I'm really um, grateful for being on here. And I love best comments of any show is simply Bitcoin. <laughs> the, the comments are, are always like off the charts. So, well, Dom really appreciate the nice words, guys. I did not pay him to say those nice things, even though yeah. he he's fake newsing us in the beginning, but really appreciate it. Uh, and on that note, hold on, on that note, <laughs> let's go. Okay. All right, guys. Well, you already know the deal. We love you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show it was a wide ranging conversation. All you really need to know though, 21 million hard cap, digital money for a digital world. It's going up forever, Laura. Make sure you are taking Bitcoin into custody. This is the way to protect yourselves. Anyways, like, subscribe, share, or even just fake share. Hit that share link and hit us in the algos so that we can get this message out to more and more people on the YouTubeverse. Anyways, guys, we'll be back tomorrow. I will be holding it down with Rustin, and then we'll be back to our normal show on Monday. Again, guys, sorry about the Twitter spaces. I know you guys are going to troll me about it, but I got to, I got to, you know, I only have so much bandwidth up here, guys. So I, until further notice, we probably won't be doing spaces. So you got to come over here on YouTube or you got to watch the, the Twitter video. Anyways, guys, we love you. We will see you tomorrow. Peace out.